Welcome to Stuck at Home with Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Huzzah! Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and uh, this guy. Hey, I'm the guy that cosplays at Captain Crunch at Comic-Con. Our Jason Smith. <laughs> Jason Smith. What's going on? <laughs> Happy uh, Friday. Happy Friday to you. What a beautiful day. Yes, you could say happy Friday today. Today is today is that day. It's a great day to uh, say happy Friday. Sit, say happy Friday to stay at home. Oh, there's um, so much good stuff to watch. There's so much good stuff going on. Oh, going the, on. Okay, good. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, there's good stuff going on around the house. I mean, everything, the world's in chaos. We're, we're in crumbles <laughs> and everything's shambling. But like, I, I got to pull. I was just thinking about it the other day. I got to, mm-hmm. you know, you get those Facebook notes about this time of the year. It doesn't matter. Not get political about it. It's like, if, if so-and-so wins and so-and-so loses, what country are you going to move to? And I was like, I just got to pull, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not going don't anywhere. make me move. I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. I can't go anywhere. I, I, I don't have any rights right now to lose. So just <laughs> let me have my pool. For like, let me be in the state of denial. That's where I'm moving. The state of goddamn denial just for a little while so I could swim. This is this this is the the fear matrix that everybody uh, just you know kind of like runs on the hamster wheel on, yeah. you know it, it's just you know well, you should be afraid. What if this person wins? What if that happens? You know it's like we were talking about yesterday, like oh that near asteroid thing that was twenty two million miles away. What do you, what to do when an asteroid strikes? Where are your children? Are they safe? I mean yeah. that's all it is. It's like dude, it's twenty two million miles away. Just maybe find another story like a storm yeah. watch. Yeah. Ooh storm. You know they ran out of letters real quick. Uh, hi, mongers. Nancy. We're so glad to see you guys. See you. Oh, hey, um, Nancy. Last day gonna, of freedom. You know, uh, <laughs> well, he'll he will. Don't worry, Nancy. He's gonna get you drunk. <laughs> um, but I do want to tell you, wait, like, we may have what? to readjust how we wait. talk. Think about what? this. What oh, he's doing it. He's doing it. Dude, that's like six shots, eight shots. I- <laughs> um, but Go we ahead, are going to have a couple things. Oh, again. <laughs> um, I was going to tell you they now. ran out of storm letters in the Atlantic, so they have to. I think they have to start over. They just don't, no more storms allowed this year. I think <laughs> it's like they are. They're fear mongers. That's all I'm going to say. It's fear mongering. Fear mongering. Yeah. Well, today here we're not talking about fear mongering. No. no, we got a lot of great, great stuff shit. to go over today. Um, Real quick, I wanted to, you know, there's just a little bit of news I wanted to talk about, and then we'll get into some of the shows and stuff, but mm-hmm. most of it's around the Marvel stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so, <laughs> did you see that they're going to do a Nick Fury show? Sam Jackson is going to do a Disney Plus show? That is awesome. No, I did right? not see that. Yeah. That's a great piece of news. Sam yeah. Jackson, I knew he was looking to do TV, mm-hmm. like, for a couple of years. I know that, like, Fox 21 made an offer to him on something like there was a whole, you know, like, like push that Sam Jackson was actually willing to come to television. And Uh this is the, like, he waited and waited and he picked what sounds like the best thing. Yeah. Nick Fury, this whole Nick Fury character, you know, and he, so he's going to be doing a Disney plus show. Looks like it'll be coming out sometime next year. That's so cool. Yeah. It'll be super cool. Um, you know, and then I don't know if you've got to see the trailer for the new, uh, vision and, uh, Wanda Maximoff Marvel show WandaVision. No, no, no. I haven't gotten to see it. It's we can't really, it, right? really good. We'll put it out there. It's a real trippy show. Um, Wanda, uh, Scarlet Witch, is uh, been a character in the Marvel movies for a while and also run of the original Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and Vision was the robot. And they, got, they fell in love during, in the, the show and then Vision got murdered. 
spoiler alert from a movie that was three and a half years ago. <laughs> and uh, and so they have a show it before. Yeah, you give that spoiler? that's fine. If it's if I'm it's four asking. years ago, you get to say it afterwards. <laughs> if it if it if it's the sled, if it's the name of the goddamn uh-huh. sled, you get to say it way after. Rosebud. Spoiler alert, Citizen Rosebud. Kane. <laughs> Go on. But they're doing a really trippy kind of uh, show because basically she has the ability to change the world around her. She can basically think it and it happens. Like uh, if she wants the, your, your coffee table to turn into an elephant, she can make that happen. We so, can all do that. Yeah. No, we can. You just don't believe you can. Well, when you I, close your eyes, let me just tell you something very, very serious. When you close your eyes, even though you hear my voice, nothing is there. When you open them, your reality exists because you believe it's your reality. No, because I just envisioned you weren't saying crazy shit, but it still came out crazy. <laughs> so it's not quite Touché, as possible. As sir. Possibility <laughs> waves, man. Look it up. Possibility waves. Look them up. Um, but okay, so so um, that's so a great Cliff and, So Cliff, Cliff and the Scarlet Witch can, can, can change <laughs> things around. We can. And so it's this whole show where they like she basically he dies, nope. and so they take him into You're this imaginary there. world, uh-huh. and right. it's like a combination of her like going through old TV shows. So it starts out, it's kind of like leave it to beaver. I love Lucy, but like different episodes, they might be in a seventies show or they might be in their old costumes. And so it's got this really cool, like Wanda vision's a great name. Cause it's Wanda's her name, Scarlet witch <laughs> vision, but it's also like the old television stuff. So it's all kind of these weird television references where nothing quite is as it seems, but there's a whole Marvel storyline kind of going in the background. Like bewitched. No, kind of. Yes. Like that's one of the I shows. They drew off. Well, also Brady Bunch and also stuff. Yeah, Brady Bunch is in there. There's some Wizard of Oz shit in there. There's, you know, it it can kind of just do whatever. So it's supposed to feel like a 50 sitcom, but like on, you know, in a Twilight Zone. Hmm. It's going to be pretty cool. I'll put the previews out. This that I'm not liking. Where is it coming out? HBO Max. This is another. um, uh, This is another uh, one of the here. You know, I'm going to do this. We're going to risk it just because I want to. I want what? We're going to risk it. Really? We're going to risk it. You know, they're going to take it down. Oh, I know. When we play it. Oh, they'll be fine. Disney's not that bad about this stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear yourself? Did you hear I know. Yourself? I just, don't, I crack myself up sometimes. Marvel. Now they're great about it. They never send out cease and desist. Are we watching this? An old car. Oh, wait. That's okay. Great. So black and white TV, but it's a black man with a shaved head who looks huge. And he's with these, uh, with this white woman. And now it's like Dick Van Dyke. It's all black and white. Oh, this is great. <laughs> then you have a white Darren sitting there with the whole like white family. It's not really Darren. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Also the mom from that 70s show. Is that how we get away with it with no sound? Marvel Studios presents. Oh, look at that. He's like turning into whoever. he Now he's red. This dude. <laughs> I mean, we're watching it, but no one else knows what the hell's going on. Everybody can see this. it. They're watching. <laughs> They're not, but they can't. Uh, they know. Every, only not, this is for you, Cliff, not for them. A visionary new age. Right. So, so what I'm getting is of television. Okay, this is very cool. So they're doing like the dream on idea, you know, how, how this young black woman saw TV, saw white TV growing up and how she uses it and manipulates the reality around her based on this TV. That's brilliant. Yeah. So that's the, that's the new show that's coming out in 2020. That's Disney that? Plus. That's Disney Plus, believe it or not. Okay. So kind that's of a trippy too- show. Yeah, listen, that's two good things. I, like I said, I did not like Mulan. Nope, you know, nobody I, did. Right, nobody I thought there was it. stuff to it that was good, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, I didn't like it. So, so yeah, I feel like they've been a big fail. 
Oh, Dylan, you're not late. You're there. What kind of political? Oh, I don't even want to hear about that. <laughs> oh, well, uh, listen, that actually sounds very progressive and awesome. Yep. Uh, by the way, Dylan, so keep doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. But those are coming out on Disney Plus. That's coming out this year. So those two things are going to break in. So we got the, the Mandalorian 2, which I know that you're not necessarily interested in, but this is another show that's going to come out on Disney Plus I'm, before the end of the year. I'm going to have to watch it because you're yeah. going to watch it and we're going to talk gonna about it. You're going to have to watch so. it. Good. I'm just going to be the other side of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's, you know, Disney Plus is finally bringing out some stuff, but I got to, you know, I still got to say, uh, but it you is know, Rosario H- Dawson. HBO, yeah, the Rosario Dawson will be in it, but mm-hmm. HBO Plus is still killing it. HBO Max. Max. HBO Max is still oh, killing it. Killing it. I mean, you saw these last two, before we get into The Vow, which mm-hmm. is also HBO Max, right? Should we just talk a little about Raised by Wolves? Yeah. Um, and what? this one will be tricky because just because I think not everybody's got a chance to see these yet because they just came out. But yes, we should talk a little bit. Well, should we talk about it? So say right now, look, there's going to be spoiler alerts in this. So if you don't, if you haven't watched the episode, you see that we changed our, our yeah. philosophy here at Stuck at Home for our Stuck at Homies. We didn't yeah. want to ruin stuff for you. Yeah. So I would say this, skip ahead 15 minutes, five minutes. If you, We won't talk too much about this, but I do want to get into a couple big things that happened in this show. Skip ahead like five, 10 minutes if you hear us say anything about mother, father. <laughs> yes, I wonder how long it's going to take uh, them to use the uh, Pink Floyd song, Mother. <laughs> mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? <laughs> I mean, like, come on. I mean, like, how do they not use that song? Maybe season finale. Maybe season finale. Um, well, you know, okay, they've, spoiler they've alerts, little... we're getting into it. Go yeah, Jason. we're going to get into it. So these last two episodes have been really, really interesting. And I think just the main thing is that they have decided, they've figured out a way, and I, I have a question how this happened because I'm not quite clear on this, but mother's pregnant with an android hybrid baby, like a this human hi- android hybrid. Well, we don't know what it is. Well, she, she is- said that. She said that out loud. She said that it's a human, it, it's a human, it, it's carbon-based, but it's also uh, right, android It's half carbon-based, she said. Yeah, half carbon-based. So Right. But it's Campion that gave her that programming to do that, the original Campion. That's who she saw yes. when she went into the uh, memory right. banks. Well, and that's what I'm not clear of. When she mm-hmm. went back into the memory banks, is that where it was done? Or was it done before she left? Because I read a couple of reviews that seemed to indicate that she basically had like like a holodeck sex or to a certain extent, and that was done during With that Campion. process. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think. You think that it happened during that? Like she was yeah. drawn to those particular moments and she was always that de- like, and that's the thing. Like if this thing hadn't crashed and she hadn't found these little places, well, how would this have happened? Well, because you have to say that all of this was programmed. Right. Well, the, but, but again, you, you wouldn't necessarily know that the, 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 um, the religious folk, the Mithrolans would well, come can, well, wait, and let me, blow let me up interrupt? the place. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, you, just on what you said, you wouldn't know. They did know they were building an arc. Everyone knew what they were doing. Right. The, the the campion sent these dro- uh, these androids there, and the necromancer there uh, to beat them to KB twenty two to that planet. Right. So they did know. They didn't know they were coming, and they did know he did know that he archived all her memories. Right. Which, so which he knew was gonna, yes. So you think he anticipated that? I that to I me is that to me is shoddy storytelling. If that's the case, because that feels very much like a happenstance hmm. pieces. What do you, you think? know? I, I mean, I think that it was always there and maybe it got, he always anticipated she'd awaken into this knowledge. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> wait, what did she say? The kid me, who's talking? Who's in there with you? <laughs> My friend said, gross. Hey, kids. We're Nikki's podcast boyfriends. Hello. 
<laughs> and Dylan no. Riley. Because <laughs> it's wait, wait, what did Dylan say? Because holodeck sex is the key it's to omniscience. omniscience. Okay, omniscience. listen. By the way, maybe it is, but go. What, go, go well, because I so I well I would think that this had to be you know her programming started failing at a, a certain point in this before the before the the ships had started showing up anyway. I have a hard time believing that this wasn't something that he would rely on that to have happen. I think that if this campion guy, you know, is as smart as and he is, and he seems like really together, he needs to be prepared for this regardless. Because they were there a long time. They lost six kids. He anticipated losing all, or he lost five kids. They lost five of the 12. So he must have anticipated all of those as practice, right? So that means it had to be a part of the program no matter what, is what I'm saying. Like no, this had well, five of the twelve. I thought eleven of the twelve. Well, yeah, yeah. So, why would well, you name the seven? Lost eleven of the twelve, except Campion. So Campion's the only one that made it. He, right. um, but and 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 uh, and Campion, uh, the adult Campion, was saying these were all just practice for this. Right. So I would think that this had to be there somewhere else, or you know, not just triggered by unlocking the memories through a holodeck. Like he had to be ready no, for this. Regard. No, I don't think that it's just triggered from unlocking the memories. You're right. That would be shoddy storytelling. I'm going back to, this is what I said. That's not what I'm saying. What I said was that this is all planned. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was hoping she'd be, when he archived her memories, he already knew that this was going to happen because he programmed it. Right. He, the thing was in there, whatever that thing was oh. that he created, that black tumor that, uh -huh. you know, she thought it was, that was actually the baby. Yeah. That's already in there. That was waiting and gestation. That's okay. my opinion. Okay, so it was just that you weren't listening to me. So that's fine. That's different. I was listening to you. I don't think no, you were listening to me. The holodeck. No, because I was saying that the people in the holodeck, uh huh. the holodeck sex, they had holodeck sex, and that's how the baby was birthed. They didn't well, have holodeck sex. No, they that did. That didn't trigger the baby. They, they did, did, but that wasn't what triggered the baby. The baby was always coming. The baby was always coming, but the holodeck sex. Okay, look, let's be clear. They set up the holodeck sex, can conceive a baby. They already did that with the young black girl who's pregnant from the rape. Who, no, she, had, she had real sex. No, she didn't. Yeah. It was holodeck. Really, no, no, no. All right. Someone someone has to weigh in on this. <laughs> no, no. They, he, she was asleep. He, he came out of holodeck sleep. He raped her while she was sleeping in the holodeck. That's what happened. Are you 100% positive of that? 50% positive. Okay, then I, yeah, you're right. Then yes, you're right. Then it couldn't have been the holodeck sex. It always had to be there. Yeah, it always had to be there. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, they, they yeah, already the been, and they made that clear in this one. Triggered it. Yeah, they even said that in the thing. She was sleeping. He came over, and that's why he got caught, because he was one of the uh, elders, so he was allowed to rock around as a regular person on there. I like that. I got a little uh, bent there. That's good. I was off yeah. track. Listen, um, now, oh, we're fighting now. This is. I love this stuff. Look, this is good. This look, is what it's all about. I lo let's argue look, over this shit. Kimbo Slice. I wish I, I that's a guy I wish I could have been. Kimbo I Slice. I love that guy. Watching Kimbo Slice fight was always one of my favorite things when I would go to the bars back in Reno. Who are you um, listening to? Oh, wait. Have you heard of this this steak place? So I go into the... I'm going to break for one second. I go into this Wink Optometry, which I love. They're amazing. I'm in Calabasas. And oh. she, she sees my four-leaf clover hat, which is from the golf course place I was at. Oh. And she's like, oh, I just had a steak at this place, like Polly's or something in Tahoe. It was like the best steak I ever had in my life. Oh, but it's Tahoe. You're not going to know Tahoe. A steak in Tahoe. Yeah. Um, okay. So continue. I'm sorry. I completely... I might have been there, but I don't know which place it would be. Um, Let's move on. Also, we don't know like how she, how she really knows about steaks because if she, her if the best steak she ever had was, was at a, Tahoe? a lakefront casino in Tahoe, she has not been to Chicago. She's so she's, nice. She seems sweet, <laughs> but she probably hasn't have a lot of meat. I was thinking, um, I just had SW. It, you have not had the best steak in your life. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so let's go back to what you were saying. You were right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you no, know, but and I think we agree. You were right. 
Yeah. Touche. That's the second time you got me today. <laughs> yes, but you are. I agree. It can't be the holiday sex. He couldn't have depended on that. And I don't think Aaron would have written it like that. And he no, wrote I don't this think episode so also. Yeah. And so basically what, a, you know, when we saw, so this baby's coming, she's trying to figure this out and solve it. It's another thing that she really doesn't have plans for, which is also really interesting. She but needs it leaves, the blood. Wait, I have to interrupt Nancy drink. It leaves the question open, right? What did trigger it? Yeah, and it could be the awakening that triggered it. It also could be just it started to happen. Um, things started moving forward a lot faster. But also, well, one other thing, thing that's interesting is, and another thing they need to account for is the blood, okay, right? So they, that's, we are literally moon sisters. I was going to say, do you remember I asked Aaron if the blood from the creatures has properties? Mm -hmm. You recall that question? We can yep. go back to the tape. Oh, absolutely. That those properties triggered it. So did Campy? I listen. You know that's what I'm saying. I'm just kidding. You, you might be right. <laughs> by the way, yeah. <laughs> by the way, I, I, apparently I wasn't listening before. Uh, the uh, listen, I'll, I'll take it, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you're the best. I'm like uh, I'm like Travis, or I'm like Lucas at the end there. <laughs> just laying out, sprawled out like a Christ figure. Oh, that's funny. Well, but that's how they left it. Yeah. I mean, okay, so let's go back. Uh, I asked him if those blood that blood had certain properties. Absolutely. So maybe the blood triggered it, and Campion knew those creatures were on KB twenty two. That's yep. something that's reasonable. Yep, I think that that's I think that that's probably part of this. They there's something about them. There's some there. I the way they move, even they're not quite animals. They're 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 there's something hybrid about them. There's something more to yes. all this stuff. Like we were they talking about like alien from they do look like first. aliens. Yeah, the thing that popped out of Sigourney Weaver's stomach. And they also, you know, and we know these dragons may have existed. And we may see some of that stuff near the and end. Serpents. Yeah, the serpents. I'm I'm going to throw out a conjecture that this planet was populated previously by humans, and these are descendants from some, you know, some time prior. I really like that. Um, I got to tell you, it's not out of the question. Look, he's been talking. We we talked about biblical stuff. It's the serpent. You know, we talked about it used to be kind of a Garden of Eden. You know, the nighttime there is very harsh. Mm -hmm. um, and and listen, he Campion had to have some knowledge of the terrain and what existed there. Oh, and let's talk about the fact that I'm I'm positive those uh, creatures live in the hole. They right. come up from out of there. Right, they cracked out of whatever they got opened up out of one of a couple of those holes in the wherever that thing landed. Right. So there is something to that. I mean, and obviously, if you're talking about blood and you know, not you know, sci-fi can we could play with some stuff and they're aliens and stuff, but at the same time, something has to be able to support the the embryo, right? And this this carbon yes. base needs this blood, so there has to be some sort of connection that allows that to work. Right. They right? have you, to be half carbon based and half something else and have some sort of. Yeah, and to have some sort of circulatory system that would line up, right? Yes. So that means that there has to be some connection back to humans or to, you know, whatever this is. Yeah, listen, and, and this just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. It's like, I, I, you know, for such, and here's the thing that's interesting about what they're doing. Um, for such a dark, dark, dark show. You know what I mean? Like the way it's set, the way it's lit, the, you know, what's going on, the, the ruination of humanity and believers and non-believers. There's so much hope that, mm -hmm. you know, funnels through this show, even the scenes between mother. Oh, wait, wait, Jace, father. Oh, yeah. He's back. He's back. They did it three times where we thought, are you back? Are you back? They, did, they took like three episodes to do right. it. Well, and, he, and even Campion said this, I've lost you twice. Don't do this again. Oh, that got me, man. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Well, what's really, what's really interesting about this show, you know, other than, um, 
uh, other than, you know, Marcus, who's kind of evolved backwards, right? Uh, everybody's, I've had moments where I like really didn't like mother. Like, uh, you know, never, yes. never had a problem with father. He's always been the bomb other than, you know, when he's reprogrammed. But even then you're like, that's not really father. Camping's yes. had his moments. The kids have had their moments, but ev- they've all, again, they've, everybody's kind of moved from where, where they're the, the, the villain or the hero um, to now this weird family that's kind of starting to develop over here. And, you know, the yeah. relationships are all growing, you know, there's like two bad guys so far. And that's uh, Marcus who's possessed by something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah. And the, the helmet guy, cause he's a helmet, he, he's a helmet rapist. Well, that and was crazy. He's, he's what happened? Oh, that was awesome. That, that I, broke. Yeah. It go, was cool. Go. No, just, he, I mean, he basically got the power of, you know, got some sort of that blood, blood boost from, from mother. And, uh, but the kids managed to sneak him out Goonie style, grab the head, the head <laughs> out of his backpack, run, dunk it off the side of the wall. And right before he could do anything <laughs> bad, his whole head just crushed. Right, it crushed. So he didn't have cool. to explode. That was great. I thought she was going to be in danger when he was on top of her, and she did get to kill a rapist. Yep. And, and she tells mother, and mother's like, "I know." How you know, good is that woman? Who, who, oh, she's so good. And, and there's so many acts. different. There's so many different sides to her because there's a there's a naivety to her, but there's also a there's also a wisdom, you know, and there's also like you know there's also an emotional side and also a very you know logical side that she kind of brings out based on wh- what needs to happen. And you really feel like it's both the Android part of it, but also some of this programming. So it feels very much, it feels human, but also disconnected at the same time. It's incredible what she's well, doing. Well, you're right. And and the scene between her and uh, Paul's, you know, mother, correct way to use air quotes, mm-hmm. mother, uh, not his actual mother, but yes, that scene where she's giving her the blood, she's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I'm not your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I'm saving your baby. And then she tells her story of that. I mean, the whole thing to me, it was a, it was a lot of growth in characters. And, and they really left it to a place where, you know, as she's growing life and then the, uh, ba- the rape baby is growing life. So you have these two new biological entities that are coming into this barren sort of wasteland. You have Lucas, uh, Marcus being, you know, drunk with power on the other side. Oh, and by the way, I love how they got rid of uh, of uh, Palehead. Oh, yeah. So, Is that his name, Palehead? Was that the guitarist for the new Guns N' Roses? Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I feel like Buckethead. Buckethead, yeah. Buckethead. That's what I wanted to say. Damn it. <laughs> See, that's why it wasn't funny. Because <laughs> if, I, if I just like, came out with Buckethead, then you might have got a chuckle. Kind of like a, <laughs> By the way, great, great gimmick. Right? Yeah, we know who cool. that guy is more than a thousand guitarists. Yep. Well, I guess he got a bucket on his head. All right. The Marcus thing. Do you think this is all about power? He did hear a voice. And now Paul is starting to hear the voice. So Paul is the orphaned baby who's well, prophesied to be the one to receive the, uh, you know, the right. seeing stones, so to speak. Right. Well, and, and that's what's interesting about this this voice. I, I you know, I, I hope that we get a, a little more of an insider look into this because it doesn't seem like a, a good voice. This isn't a <laughs> it nice. It doesn't. It's not a nice thing. It's weird what it asks to live and what doesn't, right? Right. Like. It said, let her live. Right. You know what about mother? So, so a couple times. I'm going to go with this. And I don't know how, because I've, we've seen these kids running around. I think it's Campion. I think there's somehow, there's some sort of speaker to Campion. You think so? Because Campion's having the same visions. No. O- old Campion, adult man Campion. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, that makes perfect sense. Because otherwise, why would, okay, but wait, wait. 
would Campion have that guy rape that girl to get life into the world? Yeah, he, I guess he that's would. The, well, but maybe he, would. Yeah. he might. He's a real, right. you know, he's a guy, you know, that might make him even more real. Yeah. Maybe and hateable. Yeah. And, and, you know, not as, you know, not this thing that mother sees him as, you know, but something, you know, much more, much more complex, flawed and, you know, bad, you know? Well, that would make sense because he would, he's a scientist, right? He doesn't believe in God. So he would have to take precautions. Yep. And he would look at that as a, an absolute like pass on any ethical thing, mm -hmm. you know, which is beyond comprehension. But I think you're right, man. I have to go with that. It's a very, very strong insight because it's not Saul. No, it's not <laughs> Saul. Know. And what he's doing is really torturing these, these people. And he's actually kind of guiding them to do what he needs them to do. Yep. Um, at the same time, trying to preserve certain things. And so I wouldn't doubt that there's something. I don't know how or what is being done to do this. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I could imagine that there's something to do with they've been in cryosleep for a long time. So there's probably some sci-fi way for him to implant or incept some of this stuff into them. But, you know. But how about the tarot cards? Which oh well that that's I maybe maybe that's some of the stuff that it is I mean right. it seems like these definitely connect back to memories from them in the past or open and unlock stuff so this data could be all around it could you know these things could be just giant satellite dishes for all well, we know also the hieroglyphics on the um, the hieroglyphics on the uh, hut uh, what does that say uh, oh, Mormonism is seeing stones yes exactly um, the um, the the hieroglyphic writing she's like how did you know that you know who wrote that like she says that to uh, Marcus the wife right so we're seeing these prophecies that keep popping up but who's manipulating them and how right. are they being manipulated? and they made they said something very interesting to kids when they saw the um the one with all the little like they look like little bowling pins they go hey this looks like you and fa you and father right it shows it to mother yeah which is also an indicator that hey maybe this stuff isn't Prophecy is a little bit tough, especially in sci-fi, but, you know, it could be stuff that's planned, and it seems like this is stuff that's already kind of ready, right? You got, a, you got somebody that really planned well. Well, yes, that, that's definitely, definitely possible. Uh, listen, it makes more and more sense the more we think about it. Plus, they found the, um, that tooth from Romulus. So that's the whole raised by wolves thing. And, again, I just have to say I, I asked Aaron about that now. <laughs> yeah well maybe you, you know you hopefully that? we can get him back hopefully we can get We're him trying. back soon and uh we, we can we can answer him all these questions all right so i want to skip ahead did you just to, end us talking yes we're gonna move ahead because we get we we went past our skip space we're almost <laughs> we we got we got we got less we got 33 minutes left and we got three shows to get through still this is jason's favorite thing by the way to to, to keep time it's my least favorite thing, but it's the it's the role yeah, that I have to come into. Remember, if you have two people in a house and they're both messy, but one person is slight, like likes the dishes clean and the other doesn't, you end up being the dishwasher. You end up being the clean guy. <laughs> we have two people that could talk forever. <laughs> I end up being the time time lord. I'm time right, lord. Go, go. I'm, I'm now. I now I get to digress. You don't tell me to go. Just uh, kidding. No, um, no, I know. I'm good to go. I want to. I want to talk about Ted Lasso real fast before we oh, get please. into. Okay. So last night was the penultimate episode of the you season. You got it right. You got it right. And uh, we got to watch uh, probably, as far as I'm concerned, the best episode of the season. Every episode I feel like is the best episode of the season. I agree. This is truly what I think is the best episode of the season so far. The most Why? engaging. I cried three times. I cried three times. Spoilers all around. Yes. So the first Spoiler thing I bring, alerts for Ted Lasso. So the first thing I want to bring up is. This, this episode was set up as the episode where they really come to grips with being honest and Rebecca actually telling Ted Lasso the truth. 
And you know how that episode of a TV show is going to go. You're going to have a bunch of trying to say it, not being able to say it, a lot of anger, a lot of fighting. You see, you, you see characters split, not talk to each other. You start to build factions up and you maybe even try and create for a second season. You try and build up storylines that you're going to half resolve in the, the finale. All right. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing that, which every other show would do, they subverted all those expectations completely. Rebecca, it takes her a minute, you know, and so they kind of start that way where it's a little bit tough for her to say it. But she just she tells him, and he forgives her, and she hugs him. Okay, let's get there. Yeah. Um, first thing is everything you just said, yes. What they also did, they added another layer, right, which I... I really thought was genius and, and it fooled me. So they added the, the last layer was having Rupert come back mm-hmm. and say, I'm having a baby with Becky, yes. with Becca, right? And that is the, see, at first I thought, okay, well, she didn't say it that time. And then Rupert comes in and then I'm like, oh man, this is the thing they're going to use to delay this and say, maybe even next season, you know, now there's a baby. She's back on, you know, back on point for revenge. Right. Nope. The first thing she does, like, I was like, okay, they got it. They, tr- they totally fooled me. I went back into like, damn, they are going to be like every other show. Don't do this. Oh, this is too perfect. And then instead of that, that actually forces her hand. Yep. That and was awesome. Explains all of it. Doesn't hold any of it back. And you know what, what also, you know, what also I didn't see coming and I didn't see it until this lap- last episode is Ted's parallel path with her, you know, Part of this is always empathy, right? Part of always understanding and being able to forgive sometimes is being able to be empathetic of a situation. And it's easier to be in an empathetic situation. First of all, Ted Lasso can probably empathize on anything. But also, for him to be going through a divorce, knowing how hard it is, knowing how he has reacted, whether it's as severe as Rebecca's or not, but to be able to see that, see himself, lose himself in a little bit in all this, and also be able to recognize the even if the opportunities weren't real, to recognize that those opportunities helped him and be able to be thankful and grateful for all this, even if it was a fucking joke to begin with, is fucking amazing. Listen, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I, I listen, I, I was, it got me on a lot of levels. It got me on a lot of levels. The first thing that you're talking about, which is the parallel, you know, between Ted and, and, Rebecca and and I, I got to tell you, oddly, I didn't I didn't really see it either. I think that's what they wanted. Maybe it um <laughs> it got me, and it got me in the sense where he's like, "Now divorce makes you crazy," and it, that's you know obviously they needed that line for me because that's when it hit me. I was like, "Oh, okay," so he gets it, and then that sparked this like thing of niceness, and then him predicting that Higgins is going to be back. Yeah. Well, I mean, even before that, I think that the thing that, you know, the thing that made me really drop off is when he just tried to shake her hand and say, Hey, I, I appreciate you. And I respect, and she, she goes in for the lasso hug. <laughs> she that did. big, bold yeah. hug. And now, yeah. you know, everybody's on the same team. You know, that was amazing. And Higgins, first of all, I was going to compliment you on your Higgins Van Dyke right now. Um, you don't have <laughs> what I do, what I do. Oh, there. This is not a Van Dyke. I know not. I know. I'm just he, the Van Dyke is wait the little thing and then the soul patch, right? Yeah, it's with, the, with yeah. nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Based Off on the, the I always thought it was Flemish. Van, it was it was made after some Danish guy. I thought it was or Flemish guy. Flemish. I thought it was made after Dick Van Dyke, who never wore one. 
I've never watched. <laughs> he was clean shaved his whole life. He's 99. Still fucking killing it. I thought and- there was some sort of thing about it. But now and I've all I've honestly gone through a long time not knowing the real story of the Van Dyke. Um Ted Lasso teaches you stuff. And so, then let's and- talk about Roy and Keeley. So Roy's story. So Roy, you know, obviously he's been losing a step. That's whole story. And we called him like uh, a, a brunette Oscar the Grouch. I about died in my room. Um, <laughs> but it's finding out that he's really not able to keep up with everybody anymore. And he's having to come to grips with his own age and not being the, the person he was and feeling very emasculated by that. But also, you know, having that more, not even a midlife crisis. A midlife crisis is having everything and not understanding what that, that doesn't make you happy. It's losing everything and feeling like you don't have an identity because you've wrapped everything up into one specific thing. Um, but, and then talking to Keely with about that. And it shows a lot of growth with Roy being able to actually express this in any way, shape or form. Um, and then being able to like, then when Keely brings his niece over to talk and say, close your eyes and, and, you know, just describe your uncle Roy and just to hear all that stuff. And to, I don't know that that's, that's cry number two. Well, none of it was, you know, that was the thing. About None soccer. of it was about soccer. She's like, oh, he curses a lot. He loves me. He takes me for ice cream. Like, you know, it was nothing to do with soccer. And I, I think that was that was the eye-opening moment there. Uh, yeah, that got me too. That one got me. Um, Roy gets me, man. And that Roy Keeley relationship is very real. It's very honest. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's incredible. And then... Yep. Um, and I think the last thing that, you know, to come up, bring up... And there's more stuff to the show, but... Coach Beard. Coach Beard has his moment today. Yeah, okay. Before we get to the Coach Beard moment, because it does deserve its own, because this is, you know, it was monumental what they did for him, right, I think. Uh, We should just take a minute, because one of the storyline plots that was brought in, a plot point, was that Jamie was doing well also on Manchester. At the same time, Roy's doing poorly. Right. Jamie's doing well. But they're not insinuating, like, they haven't been relegated yet. That's Which now I know what that means. (laughs) Go figure. Now, well, and and, and I, I mean, that's the last episode, right? The last episode is their last game. If they lose that game, they're getting relegated, and it's playing Manchester United, which is probably oh, the only, if you don't know football or English soccer or anything at all, that's the one team you probably know, I've heard of, yes. is Manchester United. Like, everybody knows who Manchester United is. That's it. Yep, period. <laughs> Great branding, by the way. But they did bring that in. So they are, you know, uh, rolling the head-to-head. Jamie doesn't know, but now Lasso knows that that it was her. She says, I had Jamie sent back even after you told me not. She just laid it on him. Okay, so then Coach Beard, who he says, and Nate, bench Roy. Yep. Which he hasn't is said true. anything, by the way. He, this is a guy who rolls with everything. Right, and is very much like, well, mm-hmm. And that scene. So after, and then, and, and Ted refuses to do it because he kind of promised and his thing is all about growth. And that scene when they're at the, uh, uh, at practice. Oh, at, at training. At training. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when, and, and he's trying to stand next to him and they keep moving away from him as far as ways he's got. Hilarious. It's like, oh, oh I see what's happening here. I see what's happening here. You're doing the sound treatment and the, uh, and what did you call it? He said the sound treatment. Oh, you, oh you're pretty, you got to go get something. You can't even hear me because you're too busy getting something. It was so good. Oh, wait, can we just talk for one second about the tribute to Alfonso Ribeiro? Oh, yeah. That's oh, a whole other thing. So good. The Cartman? I didn't the Carl- realize the dance. Carlton. The Carlton, sorry. The dance he was doing in the football thing was the Carlton. Oh, on that video in the yeah. other one? No, yeah, it was not the Running Man. That was different. He was doing the Running Man there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But this I mean, is come first on. Carlton. He was doing great. <laughs> very funny scene. Yes, very funny scene. And now, uh, what were we saying though? We were talking about the end. So we're talking about Coach Beard. Beard. So they yeah, basically finally, you know, you know, 
you know, Ted tries to do what Ted does and say, "Hey, this is this," and you know, I'm this is the this is what we're interested in. And Wait, can for I the first in? time, we actually see a crack. Can I jump in? Because yeah. I think it's important. What he does is not this is what it is. He says, "We don't care." Remember, I've always told you we don't care about winning or losing. Right. I made a promise to this guy. That's what's important, right. you know. And that's where the divide starts. Well, and that's well, it's not where the divide starts. That's where Coach finally says what is. And this is a very interesting thing because. You know, for the most part, Ted Lasso's theory and what they've talked about, and you know, even the uh, press will acknowledge it, that all these players have gotten a lot better. But this is the one thing where this philosophy has a little bit of a flaw. It's like, yeah, it pissed me off when we were at college, but these are college kids. Now you're fucking talking about pros, and winning has to be a part of the of the formula. If you don't fucking win, they get relegated, they lose all their stuff. You are taking something away from a lot of people. Through a, and and you're being selfish, which is a weird way to think about this because you're not you think of him as just like this guy who's supportive, but it is selfish in a way, and it's something that I didn't think about, and that I don't think Ted was even thinking about that because you're not focused on the win, you're being selfish and you're not teaching these people and you're not giving them what they need. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what coach and that's what Coach Beard does. He really lays it out and gets uh gets the support of the bar ma'am uh, the the bar owner and um mm -hmm. goes and has some uh. Crazy sex maybe bites a butt. We did find out that he got paid to bite a butt, which was very interesting. <laughs> Just a little backstory. He took off his glasses. Yeah. Um, he screamed at Ted. Screamed at him. Yelled at him. And, and I'm going to say it again, even though you disagree with me. It is where the divide started. He was okay with winning, uh, not winning or losing being the main philosophy. He really was. He was going along with it. And he said he understood the mission up mm. until now. But when yep. you're doing this, now you're being selfish. So I do. I, I stay by what I said. Yep. I believe that's where the first... Because it's the first time I've seen a divide between them. And the fact that Nate stayed on with it, yeah. you know, that guy's getting... Yeah. He's so good. I think, that, I think that there's some to it. I think that, that I think that he's felt it for a while. I think he... Because he even kind mm. of acknowledged it. He said, I didn't understand it then. He kind of went along with it. He's trusted the philosophy, but he didn't agree. He didn't agree back in college. And so he didn't... And he really didn't agree with it here. Mm. At the same time, he knows what's going on. And so this is just where it gets to the point where it's like, okay, well, your thing's not working and you need to think of it, think a different way. Hmm. I guess, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about what you're saying. I mean, I don't know. I didn't get that in his... In his uh... Oh, he said it specifically. Well, you're talking about this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he hasn't yeah, yeah, shown no, it. Saying, well, no, no, no. I'm not saying he hasn't. Now, I, I, when I rewatch the series, I'm going to have to watch it to see if any of his intonations were, I, I'm going to go with you, but I'm not totally agreeing with you. Because that might be a very interesting layer. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But you might, you know, and you might he was be, building I mean, till now. Yeah, and it, it, and it could be like exactly what you said. Like, his, what his, he was doing is working. This is the part where he needs to make a decision. And this is the decision he needs to make. And we can't, we can't go this way. You have to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to listen to the, your, the people who know better for once. Like you're going to, we're here to be experts for you. And Let us be experts around. For you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, and again, they still did it. They resolved it in the same way. And it got Coach Beard back with his chess girl. Hmm? That was the sexiest thing I ever saw. That was so sexy. Like, she's, like, she's just playing, playing with you. With you. <laughs> right. And he just leaves. I mean, and that was really the best thing. And we go into it. That last thing, look, they took a little of uh, Peter Berg's Friday Night Lights. You know, uh, when they uh, when he taps the believe sign at the end, oh, yeah. but it still oh, yeah. got me. Three so cries. Just, That's the cry. When he goes out one. there and he just talks about it, gets everybody going, and Did just you watch it right till the end of the credits. Oh, yeah, I watched the entire the credits. credits. I watched yeah. everything. I watched just the sat draft. There. Oh yeah, just. <laughs> I know. I just sat I've been there. tears off my face. It's the only show that could take me from crying to laughing in in a second, and you know, I'm not manic depressant. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, thank you, Dylan. We try. 
We try. We don't always agree. But at some point, we do agree that they are intelligent. I'm glad you think so. So thank you, Dylan. Now yeah. you've just validated me to be more pompous. Aliens live underneath my fingernails. Aliens are real. <laughs> Hashtag aliens are real. And anyone who thinks they're not, I, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter. It's not like I have anything to prove. It's just I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, so okay. Ted Lasso, did we, did we? Yeah, well, I think we hit Ted Lasso pretty good. It's like, the we, best show. It's just the best show. So good. And there's yeah. only one episode left. I honestly, there's not enough. It was like, I'm feeling like this is my modern family, but better than ever, you know, the modern, but yeah. it was like that thing where I feel at home with them. Yeah. Oh yeah. You feel like you understand all these characters, Well, that's the whole point, right? Yeah. Like everybody, know, you know, we, again, we, we were right. Like the villains aren't the people that are playing. This is a family that's growing together. We're, we're seeing the formation of a group of people who are going to be at, with each other for a long time. And that's, what's yes. beautiful about this. Yes. Oh, and let's not forget the main theme. One of the main themes of the entire episode that's thread throughout is uh, little girls are mysterious and incredible creatures. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. That's so right. funny. It happened a lot of times. That was so funny. Yeah, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Even with bad stuff, they bring in the best stuff. So amen and thank you, everyone. Ted Lasso, um, everyone. So real, you know, I, I, I'm, this is another one I want to just gloss over, not gloss over, but we'll get into it more. Uh, starting with some news, The Boys is officially getting a spinoff. Yeah, I saw that. This thing, it's the number one show ever on Amazon. On Amazon. Yeah. And so ever. they're making a spinoff of like a, like a frat boy college thing of superheroes. So it's a superhero show about superheroes in college with the, kind of the aesthetic of The Boys. Um, so that's going to be out of control. It's going to be out of control as the episodes keep going, but we'll get into that, right? I mean, we'll leave that for last. Yeah, yeah. We'll leave that for last. So should we go to The Val? Do the bow. This is what we do here, folks. This is it. This is what we do. All right. You want to start? You've been, you've been on a roll today. By the way, I was in the car with my kid the other day, and he said, all right, Dad, well, I let you rant. And I was like, you know what? Wait, wait. I said, that's actually rather insulting. He's like, what? What do you mean? I go, look up, I, look up rant. I'll wait. <laughs> he looked up rant. He's like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm like, well, is it? Or did you really think I was ranting? Because, <laughs> like, right. you know, that's another discussion. That being said, you have been on a roll. I was going to say rant, but you've been on a roll today. So why don't you start? All right. So today, today's episode is really about the, the legal fallout from all this stuff, right? So now we have a group of people, which I didn't realize was happening at the time. And obviously, it had to have been happening because all of this is documented in real time of a group of people who are really trying to get the word out about the Nexium cult, right? About yes. DOS, but not just about DOS, about Mex Nexium as a whole, right? They um, basically are considering the people, they're talking to the mother of, of one of the women that is stuck in there, India, and try she's Oxenberg. trying to get her out. She's try there are other people that are trying to, to get out, and they're also dealing with their own legal troubles. The Nexium suing them, putting, you know, putting them out, um, civil suits and actual like criminal suits for, for libel and for all this stuff. So like they could get arrested. They go back to Canada at a certain point. Right. Okay. So yeah. Next so, team is attacking them on all ends from any legal point as they're trying to get the same stuff out. Okay. So let's, uh, let's, let's start from uh, the, because everything I love, I love about this docuseries is, is the structure, you know, listen, I think it's very filled with, with meat. Don't get me wrong. But the way they structure this, like they open up on a cold opening of this woman, Kristen Keefe, and we don't know who the hell this person is. And she's talking about Nexium like she's the main litigator for it and how they start. And we're like, all right, we're meeting a new character. How are we going to unravel this? 
And as we start to unravel it, what we find is that you want to take this? No, keep going. Oh, okay. That she is, you know, not only was she like one of the number of three or four people there, uh, she built up a relationship with Keith. She used, I mean, this is a genius woman who is a top shelf litigator. Am I correct about this? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And she's working with all the Nexium lawyers. So she knows the exact war room strategy, how they go about it, what they do, because she set up the, uh, you know, operating procedure, the SOP yep. for this. And then what we find out is how she was groomed by Keith and how all of a sudden it was, you know, uh, she was brought in and then they're spending a lot of time together and he's building it with her. And then baby, she had his fucking baby. There's my first F-bomb, right? Is that my second? I, I, I stopped counting. Take, no. You, you, you weren't. You, you, you mad at me? Your, oh, no, not at all. You used you all your F-bombs like three days ago. I'm no, not at all. <laughs> used all my F-bombs three days ago? Okay, so, okay, copy that. <laughs> copy that. Pussy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Copy that. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, go. So you go from there because that was a yeah. that was a bomb. I mean, right. like, so you know, so basically, what's going on at this point though, which is really interesting, and I, you know, they they they're trying to get they they're finding out that going through these legal channels isn't doing anything for them. They they are actually getting enough pushback. So they, they, they try and turn this a little bit. They try and twist it to the next side, which is going through the papers, using publicity, seeing if they can convince people not to join through, through press. And so they, they go on. I, I, I've never heard of this Frank guy, but they go to this, this like kind the Frank of Frank report, the blog, the Frank, yeah. blog, the Frank report. Mm -hmm. They report uh, you know, this to him. They tell some of the story to them, try and get investigated. There also turns out that there's a lot of stuff that's being written about this. It's just not big news. Like there's a lot of little reports that, and a lot of little things coming out over time, but it's nothing big. There's no, it's not like it's on, you know, Dateline or in the New York Times. It's all coming out on these little pieces and little set smart. Yeah, no legitimate, real big house is putting right. this out, but there's a lot of stuff that's that's getting peppered, you know. Right. But it's not legit per se, right. even though it is. Right, which is interesting to me because the way that uh, he handles it all, right, like uh, where he kind of just goes, Wait, Keith does. Keith handles it. It's yeah, genius in its simplicity of just like the guy's a you genius. Know what? You know what? If people don't want to join, any, you know, because Mark's coming up to Keith and going. Well, I'm having a real hard time recruiting, and this is before he was out. Hey, I'm having a hard time recruiting because they they like what they hear, and then they look this up and they see Colton. I was like, well, then fuck them. I don't want them. I don't care. It's like I want thinkers that don't just read this stuff and think. If they want to ask questions, we can answer them. I want the people. I don't want these people. I want these. Uh, I want the people who are willing to like look past it, which is a genius way to go because one, it gives it gives Mark a sense of oh. Yeah, right. He's we galvanized. Don't want yeah, the and 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 at the same time, also, it's people that are susceptible to his particular brand of brainwashing. Well, that's exactly right. So that's that's the first strainer. You know, that's the first piece of the colander that they're using, as you, you know, to strain out these people that they don't want. Excuse me. The other thing that's interesting is they're they're threading. So as they're threading this. Kristen story with the baby and Keith and watching the grooming and what's happening. They're threading also the story of them going to the New York Times and having to get people on record, which we'll get into. And they're also threading the story of the Dalai Lama and the right. Bronfmans, you know, Edgar Bronfman's uh, daughter, who is a, you know, again, an incredibly legit person who they're susceptible to this type of high control group 
dynamics. Right. And the Dalai Lama is supposed to come. And even the Dalai Lama and his advisors like, there's something wrong. They pick up on the little things. Well, what, but and at the same time, just as susceptible by the end because the same, you know, and, and the Dalai Lama shows all his cards right here. He goes, you know, China called me a demon. That's not true. So maybe all this stuff about you isn't true. And decides to, I don't know, like they didn't say if he actually ever came, but there, he didn't. At, at, but at that point, he was prepared to. Yeah, but all those pictures and film that they saw, we saw the meeting. That's the other thing, they, that the whole meeting was filmed and we right, watched but, it. But, but at the end of that meeting, he was still in. He was well, back yeah. in. He was back in. Though, at that point. I believe he never came. I don't think he ever came, but we, haven't, we aren't to that part of the story yet. At this point, he convinced the Dalai Lama to come back after that meeting. That's what we were left to believe. Left to believe, anyway. Yes. And also, all of that... Uh, film is the only thing he needed anyway. Him and the Dalai Lama sitting next to each other. He puts yep. pictures of that in all his stuff, and boom, he's you yeah, know. he's already got it. He, he right. you know, him showing up is secondary to the part where he shook his hand and all the cameras are on them talking to each other. That's it. He got what he wanted. He just had to fly there to get it. Yep. He couldn't get the Dalai Lama to Albany. And then that that was a I I mean you just the the ego on this motherfucker is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. You know when when he goes he goes at the end he goes. Oh, I need to write him a letter um, to tell him my thoughts on China. I can, re I really have some ideas on the policy about how to help him, but he's not ready for that yet. Yeah. Like, fuck, it's not what he wants from me right now. Right now, yeah, he's yeah. not ready for it. Oh yeah. my god! Fucking yeah. yeah. Well, it's the hubris, you know. It's it's the it's the narcissism, you know. It's the grandiose. Uh, you're a demigod. You're a god amongst men. You know. It's a, uh, and he believes that. I'm sure in prison right now, Keith Rainier is helping prisoners and believes he's, you know. You know, yep. whatever he's I doing he has, there. I wonder, I wonder if he's got a brand yet. Um, anyway. <laughs> he's got a cult there, trust <laughs> yeah. me. You know, I, you know, the, the, anyone, listen, I don't even want to get into that because he's such a piece of garbage. Um, that being said, he, he, he's got a way of mind fucking people, man. Yeah. I, I have not, again, I used it. You're right. Next week, no Fs. <laughs> he's, but, but he did and we saw now no wait why didn't they talk about where this baby is like where's Kristen keefe and this baby because now she's fighting on the other side she defected she defected i i mean there could be a certain amount of this stuff that they might we still have more episodes to go how many and more all, do you know um we're on five i think so i right. think there's three more okay maybe? awesome because it feels uh, like there's still a lot to unpack no yeah, it feels like there's still a lot more to unpack and i feel like this episode to me was very interesting because it's much more about the legal side and also like the you know the New York Times we didn't get to this part was like well it's kind of an evergreen story sex cult we you know we got this there's nothing overtly illegal going on these people are volunteering to do it not necessarily recognizing that these people are draining money blackmailing or recognizing those pieces of it right um, and talking about how that you know these people are on the move this is really the 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 beginning of the end this is the part in the if this was the cocaine movie you know, or the drug movie, right? This is the part where the drug dealers finally got caught and they start going on the run, but it's still like, there's still like an hour left of the movie. Mm -hmm. they've, they've made all the money. This is the part where the CIA is after them and we're going to get to see the rest of this kind of after this part. Right. Um, so it's kind of that, 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 that connector episode. But it's um, also but it's, preparing us, sorry, but it's preparing us for the New York Times article to drop. Yep, 100%. Right. And this, this, uh, the reporter is a very interesting guy. And what they also threaded in was that this was all going on at the exact time that Me Too was breaking and Harvey Weinstein. Right. And the New York right. Times broke that. Right. And so this is a, it's a very interesting time going on in the United States um, at the same time, right? So this is, this is where the, the, you know, this is where the atmosphere almost has to be for something like this to really break loose and become a story. And it's also interesting because I do remember this happening. And any other time, 
might've been a bigger story, but there was a lot going on in the world at this point. Yeah. And he kept saying, look, with the Harvey Weinstein thing, especially, we never know. Things are getting pushed all the time. So they're not expecting a front page you know, right. story to drop on the New York Times. Catherine Oxenberg is calling, uh, what is it, Barry, I think his name is, the reporter, and she's like begging, could you just give me an idea of what, like, you know, a guesstimate, like, when is it going to drop? He's like, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm not giving you anything. Like, I don't know. And it did not seem hopeful per se, but he did say something interesting, that he's so beyond self-help Right. He could never fall for any of this. He can't fall for anything because he doesn't think he's worth it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it or not. You, yeah. you can't help me. You can't help me. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting place. Not susceptible. To... <laughs> yeah. His but, brain is closed. But for as a writer, it's an interesting place to take on a story like that. Well, you almost have to be in that mode because if you, you need to be a skeptic to write that story and really make make it good, right? You have to well, I think you have to believe that this is going on. That's right. the first thing, you know. Well, that's and that's what I mean. You just have to. You can't be somebody that's like going to immediately fall for the jargon or, you know, get wrapped up in the 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 pseudoscience of it all. Right. Oh, and the other interesting thing they brought up in this. Did you know about this? The government uh, where, where you can register your address and then you drop off the grid. I thought that was just another way of calling it the witness relocation program. I just thought it was a, just the the federal term for that. No, 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 no. This is a thing. Like, if you, I, I, of course, I didn't write down the term. That's uh, why your MeUndies got delayed. Your new, your new batch. <laughs> My government address thing. Yeah, dropped? did you change it? I changed it for you. I'm sorry. Now everybody thinks you live in. We call you Calabasas Cliff. Undisclosed <laughs> location. Uh -huh. Liberia. Um, <laughs> Wait, but did they have the wrong address? Is that really what happened? They had the wrong address. I don't know how that for happens. The new case. Did I, I type it in wrong, I guess? It's all right. We'll figure it out. I'm but, sure I did. It's sure it's me. But anyway, let's get back to that. What, what, what was I just saying? You were just saying <laughs> that um, you can actually register your address with the government so it'll go. It, everything gets sent one way, but it actually gets forwarded to a, to a secret place. It um, drops so you off the grid yep. is what they said. I want to look that up. I it's do too because I want it. Yeah, it's called government. They, they were like, the government relocation address hasn't dropped yet, but when it does in two weeks, right. no one's going to know where we are. Right, which is like we're allowing this to be filmed right now because we're leaving. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't let you into this place because they could figure out where we are. Yeah, they're on Montana. They're in West L.A. It's yeah, very easy exactly. to figure out where they are. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and now they could be anywhere. And listen, this is the other thing. You're seeing the alliances are getting deeper and deeper. And even India, oh, her mother, Princess Elizabeth, flies in, which, again, I got schooled because she has nothing to do with the British royals. Right. They're from, like, Monaco. Is that it? I, I I don't know any of that somewhere stuff. else, but she is well, a princess, and, you know. And, and Dylan brings up yeah, Anna Krista Fox, Vicente Fox's uh, daughter, the former Mexican president, was part of this stuff. A lot of people were. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but again, this is not. You're talking about rich, powerful people. That doesn't make them secure, evolved. You know, uh, yeah, or, people. Or not, or, and not susceptible. You you almost wish, like you know. Like in TV shows, you have that person. You have the and I, you have a an Alfred. You know, right. or a, you right. know, your butler, your butler, or you have a you have a person that's not like a you know maybe an entourage, maybe maybe it's an E, but like mm -hmm. a, a somebody that goes, that's crazy. Do not do this. You're not allowed to do this. As your as your as your lawyer, I strongly advise against going to Nexium. Right. You know? This is not acceptable. <laughs> right. But you know, I heard Tom Cruise has a corner man. It's like you can do it. You're the man. You got yeah. this. You're great. Got, like that's he gets got, paid for that. He's got a Mickey. Yeah, but he gets paid for it. Like that's you're gonna get job. your murderize him. Right. He wakes him in the morning like, come on, champ. Get out of bed, man. champion. You need to go parkour for 10 miles before you get to work. And then ride your motorcycle on a ledge. Yeah. You're, you're hanging off the edge of an airplane to get to school today. 
Tom um, Cruise. Tom Cruise would have fallen for Keith Rainier. If he meets uh, Keith before he meets David Miscavige, you know, yeah. Nexium is the next Scientology. Absolutely. They were taking the same business model and they're taking the same exact business model on uh, how they attack the people. And that's where they went to. And what we find out from Kelsey with the baby, which we know we're going to get into, is that she went on the other side and she knows how they fight. And now she's advising Sarah and her husband and uh, Mark and his wife. Yep. And this is, you know, she's like, you have to hit first in case they hit. This is how they're going to do it. So they're getting prepared for war. You know, and, and, and it is a funny thing that you hear these people talk because even when they're talking to each other, they're still talking to each other in Nexium terms, right? They are still like, yeah. I, I give you my feelings. I, I feel your light, you know, like, because they are still like, they still live this lifestyle, yes. right? So it's a bunch of people that have like fragmented off of it and don't believe this guy or any of this stuff, but are still so indoctrinated into it that their relationships are still tied to it, which is interesting to me, right? Well, it's like a bunch ahead. of like, smokers who quit smoking but only know how to talk about no, no only know how to talk outside you know in brief spurts outside the bar because <laughs> <laughs> well chewing nicorette exactly right, you got a nicorette i got a nicorette yeah. mm. how you doing yeah. good they still how need to take doing? 10 minute breaks in, in, to have any sort of connection because that's just what they're so used to it's 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 crazy yes but also I, what i want to say is that you know and i i have mentioned this from the beginning that i I really do, I don't know the Nexium program, right? And what Keith Rainier actually came up with. Though I have said this in the past, I feel and I think that it is a good program that got corrupted, you know, by right. a little man who was, uh, you know, very sick in the head, unfortunately. Uh, you know, but that doesn't make an excuse. He's a sicko. You know, you know, I don't say it in a good way. He's not like a mentally disturbed. He's a genius who created something that I think is very positive. Why'd you eye roll? Oh, I wasn't. You did. I, oh, I was I rolling it myself. I'm trying to see if I can get a hold of some Nexium manuals and we can just have, like, use Ooh. the last 15 minutes of every episode to teach everybody the way of Nexium. So that's what I was doing. And I, I was trying to, because I, I keep, I kept, the reason I eye rolled is because I kept spelling it NVXIM and then I, then I erased it because I knew that was wrong and tried to rewrite it and it, I spelled it the exact same way. <laughs> okay, I get it. All right. So there was an eye roll, though. So don't say it wasn't. It was, well, it was more like, yeah, you're eye rolling you. Well, I wasn't, I didn't mean it to be an eye roll. It was my brain. I was looking because you, you know, that you do that when you think you're yes, supposed to look, look, up. To, look to certain. I was looking to the side of my brain that knew how to spell. Huh, that's interesting. Okay. That's, that's actually psychology, man. All right. Interesting. And the brain, neural pathways, all that. So, <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, we're just talking about um, the, 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 this potentially is a decent program. Listen, I do. I think that they're, that's why they're, they're still talking to each other in this very positive manner. You know, uh, I think they all believe in the goodness of this thing, and it sickens them that this thing was corrupted. I, I think, think so, fair. too. I think that, well, I mean, this is their life. They've been, they believed in this stuff for a very, very, very long time. Um, and but it was also helping them until, you know, until they got deeper and deeper, right? They were happier. They yep. were nice people. Right. So, so they were just pulled into this high control group that they, you know, ultimately were smart enough to figure out. Well, and, well and it, these are the weird parts about this. Cause there's a, there's a little bit of a chicken and the egg thing here. Were they smarter mm. or were they so indoctrinated around the same people that they were all believing the same thing? Right. Yes. You feel a lot smarter and better and happier because now you've, you've got a, a, a peer group that's doing exactly what you're doing. So there's kind of a, which is I which. Agree with you. No, listen, I think you're right. 
I think there is a lot of um, stuff they're going to have to unpack long after this, which is guilt and, you know, uh, feeling, uh, you know, um, what's the word now? <laughs> you know, like they're involved, you know, they have to feel yep. guilty about their uh, complicity in this, you know, because they were, you know, listen, when he's seducing Allison Mack on the bench in the gym after volleyball, Mark Vicente is sitting right next to her. Like, he's great, isn't he? Yeah, like, hey, like giving validation to this, yes. right? Like that, that whole time. Yeah, well, you know, that book, The Game, we've talked about, which is horrible, you know, about negging and all that stuff. But that is where this comes from. And one of the other things that these uh, these lunatics who put this book together came up with, and I like Neil Strauss a lot. I'm not, you know, but the people that this subculture came from that Neil found. Um, wait, what is this saying? After the Dalai Lama shit went down in 2017, Lama Tenzin Dan, the self-styled personal emissary for peace for the Dalai Lama who had arranged the appearance. That's the guy who was against him. The guy sitting next yeah. to him. I like that guy yeah. was supposed was suspended from his position amid corruption charges. Oh crap. You also revealed a personal relationship between Dondin and Sarah Bronfman. Oh, but th isn't that the guy who said, don't do it at the end? Maybe not. Maybe it was the guy that's like, it was the new guy Yeah, that was like, no, 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 I'm not into this. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're no. fine. You're fine. You're Go fine. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I only not pick happy. on you sometimes. So, <laughs> I'm not picking on you most of the time. Uh, I, I, uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Wait, right, we're guys. done. We're, we're done. done. Okay, we'll talk about the boys next week. The episode is insane. Yeah, uh, you got to watch it. Um, there's a giant penis in it. Keep an eye out for the giant penis. Yeah, Russian. It's a giant. If okay, you miss so the giant penis... <laughs> Let me know. Thing? It means you weren't paying attention. So get off your phone and keep an eye out. Where's Waldo, that giant penis guy? This is how we're ending? Yeah. Okay, no, well, we have a great week next week for you. And uh, everybody have a lovely weekend. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay strong. Jason Smith. Cliff Dorfman and the giant penis. I love you all. I'll see you soon. <laughs> I miss you already. Have a wonderful weekend. It's time to go swimming. Don't leave. Just stay. Come over. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>